How many people do you think vote in Waco's local elections? According to Lisa Shaver, president of the Waco Area League of Women Voters, historically the turnout has been low. For some of the districts, it can be uh, where you might just have a few more than 100 people turn out to vote. And that's just, you know, we have a lot more support than that in our communities for our schools and also for the city. And they're making so many important decisions. The Waco Area League of Women Voters is trying to change those figures and get more people out to the polls. As part of those efforts, they hosted a candidate forum on Tuesday in partnership with KWBU, the Greater Waco Chamber of Commerce, and Parents for Public Schools giving the community the chance to get to know candidates for Waco City Council and the Waco ISD School Board. At the forum, over 60 attendees heard from District 5 Councilman Malcolm Duncan Jr., as well as Baylor student and documentary filmmaker Antoine Talton, who are both vying for mayor. Attendees also heard from Shirley Langston, founder and CEO of the East Waco-based nonprofit Restoration Haven, who is running against incumbent Wilbert Austin for the District 1 seat on City Council. And lastly, attendees also got to hear from Pastor Nika Davis and current school board president Pat Atkins, the candidates for the position six at large seat on the school board. While the forum provided a platform for candidates to describe their positions and views to fellow Wacoans, Shaver hopes that the accessibility of these forums could encourage future candidates. We're also, for the league, concerned about that we had several uncontested races, and we want more candidates to get out and run. Of the six positions up for grabs in this election, half are uncontested, says Shaver. One of the things that we do at the forums is to try to make it uh, a way for candidates to actually get out and talk to people about their views in a way that's financially accessible to all people running for office. The candidates who did decide to throw their hats in the ring were commended for their interest in holding what was several times referred to as a thankless job. Wanika Muhammad echoed this sentiment. It's one of the thankless, most toughest jobs you'll ever love. You know, you, you're a volunteer on a colossal level, I guess, that's what you call it. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> Muhammad is speaking from experience. Uh, I served on the school board from 2003 to 2006, uh, single member District 1. Having been on the other side, Muhammad takes a pragmatic view when assessing the potential candidates for local office, and particularly the school board. What I know now is that no one person can fix everything. Okay, they're human just like we are. You know, it would be nice to think that, but you can't change everything, okay? And so I look at a person who, if, if a person can accomplish a, or get accomplished a couple of the things that they said, that's a good candidate, you know, because you can't do it all. And people think that, oh, I'm going to go and change, I'm going to go and change, I'm gonna. it's not that easy, trust me. Though change may not be easy, one attendee, Steve Hernandez, was disappointed by what he saw as a lack of concrete solutions offered for issues facing Waco. Chief among these is reducing poverty, a topic addressed by all of the candidates. Well, I, I, I still feel like, based on what I'm hearing, I, I just don't know if there's a strategy that's made. I mean, there's still a lot of poverty in regards to all over the city. Uh, there's still not a real plan to tackle that, uh, you have East Waco with some transportation issues to get to the industrial park or to get uh, to employment. So you have, and then there's no industrial park down at, in uh, East Waco. So there's just a lot of still challenges that I feel like need to be really talked about and not just these superficial type uh, vote for me type uh, comments that are being made. To some extent, the candidate's ability to offer substantive answers is constrained by the time limits of the forum. I had a chance to speak with Pat Atkins about this issue. 
what is it like as a candidate to know that you only have two to three minutes to answer a question and how does that impact your ability to represent yourself? Well, as you can tell, I am not short and succinct most of the time. Uh, I, I have a tendency to want to fully explain an issue. Uh, and when you have a district of over 15,000 students and a $109 million budget, uh, and then a, a, a lot of issues that are extremely complex and nuanced like school finance, trying to fully explain that in two to three minutes is almost impossible. And so you do the best you can. Uh, you, you try to at least you know, touch enough of the surface that folks have a feel that you have studied the issues and, and, and that you are willing to ask those questions and at the end of the day make those tough decisions. For, for a lawyer and a minister to try to uh, discuss anything in two to three minutes uh, was, was a real challenge for both of us. While time constraints may have prevented candidates from explaining their views or positions in their entirety, you will get to hear the entire candidate forum rebroadcast this Saturday and Monday on KWBU-FM Waco. For KWBU, I'm Becky Fogel.